It's fan fiction. It's zines. It's art. It's poetry. It's us actually singing. And there's extended special content at the very end, so be sure to listen all the way through the end credits. But before we start, I want to let you know that our friend Kate of Ignorance Was Bliss passed away recently, and we are promoting her podcast one last time. Please consider checking out her show. She was a unique and generous spirit, and we are really going to miss her. and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique. We may be awful, but, but we're, we're right. right. Oh my god. Look at this. Who is that? I Who's don't it supposed know. to be? Oh my god. That's amazing. Oh my god. Okay, so... Um, oh, and it's supposed to be Joe Grant, because right below it is... Per- yeah, it's supposed to be Joe Grant. Really? Because... Nothing like her. <laughs> Not even her hairstyle. Like, good God. Doctor, this way I found it. It reminds me of Doctor. You forgot You forgot keys. your keys. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, so I have my, I have my selection. You have your selection I ready? I do. I do. Okay. Indeed. And, um, you're going to flip a coin and to decide which one of us gets to shock the other one first. Yes. Okay. Okay, I would like to call Tails. Okay, okay, here we go. And, and you will hear it clunk. Okay. <laughs> and it is Tails. <gasps> so I get to read mine yes. first. Okay. You have no idea what I'm about to read. <clears throat> she did what the captain ordered. Kirk walked over and inserted his manliness into the quivering wetness of the communications officer. (laughs) He pumped and pumped until Uhura began to moan unknowingly. She began to say Kirk's name over and over again. James, oh, James, harder, (laughs) deeper, keep it coming, love, baby. She was overcome by the moment. His wonderful movement swept Uhura away from the reality of fear. As he kept pounding, she reached her limit and began screaming and moaning uncontrollably. A few seconds later, because it's typed very badly, a few seconds later, Kirk unleashed his fury all over the back of Uhura. That's a a good place to, that's a good place to stop. Um, wow. This That's doesn't fabulous. even have a title. This is just a like one and a half page Kirk slash Uhura uh, fuck fest. It's so stupid. It's so bad. Oh, that was the best wow. Part. And that reminds the first time I ever heard anything that was like, you know, Star Trek, like slash fiction or slash fiction at all. Well, yeah. Was at the original Von Lichtenstein's house. Because oh. she had tons of zines. And I remember, you know, she let me, I was going through them. I was reading the story and I was just howling in laughter. And it was Spock and something. Wasn't it Spock and McCoy or something? I feel, or am I thinking of another one? Yeah, no, this was like some woman. Um, I don't remember who it was. Okay. But she remembered talking about, you know, like his blue vein tumescence. Blue veined But I remember the blue veined tumescence, but I remember at the end of it, oh. the last line of it was, what a lay that Vulcan was. <laughs> oh my God. Oh and my I God. just remember laughing and laughing and laughing and, oh. you know, Trisha was just looking at me like, whatever, because I had never seen anything like that. Well, yeah. no, and and, to, and thinking about it, I was like, like I don't know, sixteen years old, fifteen, you know. And I you back then, you had never even seen any Star Trek. Like you didn't 
didn't start watching any Star Trek no, until much, I had much no later. Later, what it was. No, yeah, because I remember being utterly, utterly shocked. That one time I came to visit you when you moved to San Francisco and I said something about Star Trek or something. And you were like, I don't know. I've never watched Star Trek. And I'm like, how dare you? Yeah, I was clueless. Yeah. Who the hell even are you? Because at that point, I really had not watched anything other than Doctor Who. Yeah. Well, in Star Wars. But yeah. Well, yeah, in Star Wars, of course. But everyone saw Star Wars in the 70s. I mean, you you had to. And the dark it was crystal. A law. And of course, Labyrinth. Oh, yes. So I was well. into the fantasy genre, but I, but Star Trek, no, I hadn't watched. Lady Hawk. I mean. Yeah. Oh, I watched Lady Hawk many, many times. Yes. I still have my movie poster of Lady Hawk rolled up in a tube in my closet. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I remember you had quite a collection of pictures of Matthew Broderick from the Lady Hawk period. I actually still have my Broderick oh. scrapbook. I still have that. That might have to be a thing that we that you bring out like for like a live event. Oh yeah, for you let to me tell you some of those pictures. Share your Broderick. To this day, some of those pictures they make me pant because damn it, that boy was fine when he was fine. Well, and I'm sure that at the t- that you have like a like a Pavlovian response to them event by by now because I'm sure throughout your younger years. They were it. Oh God! Oh yeah! And I—I I mean, I that wrote, might as well have been porn. And I wrote him love letters, and I never got anything back. I never even got an autograph back. But oh I used God. to write him love letters. <laughs> now he would never do a con, but my God, if he did a con, we would go. <laughs> I would just be in a frenzy. You know, a lot of people would be in a frenzy. Oh yeah! I mean, he was—he was the ultimate. He was the ultimate little cutie pie. God damn it, that man was fine. Your phones are so loud. I know. We'll we'll just acknowledge them so that I don't have to edit them out later. Yeah, well, you know, my poor mom with her hearing impairment. Oh, yes. Oh, no, you should be there in the room when it goes off. It's so loud it hurts. Oh, I bet bet it's... Oh, God. Yeah. It literally hurts, but if it's lower than that... The poor thing, she can't hear it at all. She can't hear it at all. Yeah. Awful. Anyway. You should get a Bluetooth thing to go right into her ear. God. Right into her oh, hearing Oh, God, aid. if it was that noise, that loud, God, she'd have a heart attack. Well, <laughs> she's the only one who needs to hear it. The rest of us can hear our phone just fine. But, oh, my God. But, oh, my God. <laughs> What what were what were you what were you gonna startle me with? Well, it is not not as exciting as not as, not exciting, as scandalous, but it's just you had t- no idea I had this, so that's why I wanted to share that. Yeah, but it's just typical of Doctor Who filk. Oh in, yes, in the eighties. Okay. Oh my god. This is a, a piece of work by Arnold Livingston, whoever the fuck that is. Arnold Livingston. Hmm. Do I have anything about Arnold Livingston? And Probably not. sung to the tune of the Kason song, the Casson song, C-A-S-S-O-N, whatever it is. Yeah, I don't know. And it's just, it's just so typical. Okay. Take the sash. Take the key. And we're off to Gallifrey. Oh my god. Where the Time Lords go marching along. They are proud. They are old. They're a wonder to behold. Are the Time Lords of Gallifrey. To Panopticon. They've got their good duds on. They really know how to strut their stuff. Experts (laughs) at pomp and circumstance. Are the Time Lords of Old Gallifrey? Oh my God! You know, I think I think I might be right. Now this, <laughs> I think it might be this. Remember, I said the caissons yeah, go rolling yeah. along. The dusty trail as those caissons go rolling along. Oh yeah. 
counter. Hear those wagon soldiers shout while those caissons go rolling along. Oh, you're right. I was... When I, when I tried to guess it and I thought it was the Marines, it's not. It's the U.S. Army. That's why I knew it. Because but I, I think you're right. up but hearing that shit. Like, I don't know what a case is. I love is. it so much because the rhymes aren't rhymes. The, yeah. It, 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 it's just, it, it, I love it so much because it's just so typical of the genre of fan publications in the 80s, which I love. Yeah. Well, see, the, I have a companion piece to that, uh, which is um, to the Marine hymn, which is the ones I thought it might have been. Oh, the Halls of Montezuma. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. From the Halls of the Pantopticon. Oh. I'll, I'll just read it. Yes. I'll sing some later. Oh, yes. Promising that I will. From the Halls of the Panopticon to the Shores of Gallifrey. We will not interfere with time and space. We will just sit back and see. We will watch the fight for freedom, but we'll keep our fingers clean. We are proud to be a part of Time Lord Society. Oh, it's hard to control the tears. I'm so moved. (laughs) Now, do you you know what, what Filk book that's from? Do you know, do you recognize it? Because I know that we both had this. And oh, I could not. It, it's from the, it, I can't remember the name of it, but is it, is it from the one with the Leela song in it? Everyone knows it's Leela. Okay. Yes. Because, get pick up your phone. I am sending you a text. Okay. Oh my God. I, when I was looking around, because we were looking for filk books and zines and whatnot to prepare for today. I could not find my copy of The Cosmic Filker. Oh, yes, yes, The Cosmic Filker. And I thought, well, you know, I'm just going to Google The Cosmic Filker. Oh, my God. Oh, and it's a PDF. It's a PDF of the entire book. Someone scanned the whole damn book. Oh, I'm printing it out tonight. Yes. You know, and I may actually have it because I was going through stuff in preparation. I know I have it in my house. For this I'm episode. I'm shocked I couldn't find it. And I have binders of zines. Soap books and stuff? That I have right. like. Of course you do. You know, put in binders for safekeeping. And right. I did not look through all of it. I just. Right. It, I may have that because I know that I wouldn't. That's not something I would have gotten rid of. Oh, totally. Because, well, see, I, I have, have a drawer. That thing I just read out of for fuck's sake. I have, exactly. Oh my god. Speaking of silk, oh. I have. Yo, is it Yofon? I don't know what it means. Yofon, a filk musical fable in prologue and three <gasps> acts that's, by Filthy Pierre. Trying to find, I was, I was, I was so upset. I was tearing this room apart. Yes, I have it in its entirety. I was looking for it. Oh my god! I'm so glad you have it. I have it. You, you will need to go to the Kinkos and make them copy it on yes. the canon. To true or fandom, make- to publish the ultimate fanzine. <laughs> it's like a, a like an operetta about fandom, right? Isn't that yeah. what it is? Yeah. Oh god, I'm so glad you have that. But I, I have was it. literally tearing this room apart. I was so upset. Yeah. So yeah, I do. I have oh, it. Oh yay! Fucking I will. Yay. Um, I'll scan it and PDF and it, I'll PDF and... it, and then any listeners yeah. that are so interested oh, in. God damn it. Fandom esoterica. Because we met Filthy Pierre. Yeah. We met Filthy Pierre. Was it at, was it at Westercon or was it at a bake? I don't remember it. I can picture him. Totally. But um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, he gave he was giving out copies of it, and I think he performed it maybe. But we I don't think we saw the performance, but we definitely got copies. And you know, fuck, I'm so glad you have and it. And you know what I was trying to find that I could not find. <gasps> And I asked my, you know, it was something that Sarah wrote. Yeah. Um, and I told, <gasps> Oh, 
The Gilbert and Sullivan Yeah, thing? it was you know, the last that loved a Cyberman. I was thinking of that today. Oh my god. The, the operetta. The Gilbert and Sullivan the style Gilbert operetta Sullivan, yeah. about Doctor Who. And I god cannot it. find it. And I and I told her about that. I was trying to find it. And she has she has files of it still, so I can get it. It, it, okay. it is obtainable. Oh my god! It is obtainable. But I swear I thought I had, and it still might be in one of those binders of all that Doctor Who stuff. It might be. Oh, I'm sure it is. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I really need to organize my shit. <laughs> I, I literally have a drawer that has in it. Now, granted, it has in it really random shit. Like, I'm going to hold up something that I just found in there. It's a flyer. Pro- I probably, I, I, in fact, I'm, I'm positive I picked this up at TimeCon. Because I picked up all kinds of shit at TimeCon or maybe at an LOR meeting, but it's a flyer for Rassel on Star Volume 2. I have a whole binder of Rassel on Star. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's you know, Tom Baker and the Menace of Mandragora, Temples of Darkness, Temples of Light, The Warrior and the Wizard. Oh, my know. God. Oh, my, oh my God. I, I have a whole binder Pitney, of Rassel Pitney, Pitney. Do you realize that Rassilon Star came out of New Orleans? Oh my god. <laughs> New Orleans, you guys. New Orleans. Ooh, maybe Chet's mom was the editor. I mean, it's someone named Cheryl Duvall. P.O. Box, blah, blah, New Orleans, Louisiana. Self-addressed stamped envelope, please. Ooh, maybe it's like the Kiss comic books, and like the first printing of it has like a genuine Chet come in the ink. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! They were. Ex- this is even back then. Enclosed is my five dollar deposit on Rassel on Star Number Two. Please bill me for the balance. <laughs> Zines were more expensive than I realized. Oh, see, my problem is now. You know, I because I'm always looking. Oh my god, that's a, that seems high. high. No, but and I that's guess. only a deposit. That's not even the full price. The, you had to pay kinkos back then. Yeah, and that's why they're getting all this money up front in advance, so they can make the initial run, and then they have all the postage and all that shit. But oh my god, like I, you know, because I look, I look for zines like on eBay and shit. Like I, I cannot even begin to explain the ecstasy of finding dozens and dozens of Starsky and Hutch zines oh. <laughs> and on eBay, but they're so expensive. Like oh I don't have, God. I don't have Starsky and Hutch zine money. Is there, is there any fan fiction in there by Leslie Fish? I, you know, I don't know if I looked for that. I, I may have to look again. They're all just, I mean, Starsky Hutch Oh fandom. my God, because you know, who was it that Leslie Fish was in a feud with? Oh God, I don't know. Oh my God. But, it, but Starsky and Hutch fandom yeah. in the Bay Area was apparently quite the hotbed of intrigue and scandal. Oh, yeah, because there, there, yeah, there was some woman that I was friends with, I can't remember who it was. Oh my God. And I was, you know, talking about Lizzie Fish, of course, being a big fan of hers with her filk music, even though she's like a total, complete Trumpy freak now. <coughs> oh God. But that's okay, because she was fabulous back then. Yeah. And she was like, oh, Les, I don't talk to Leslie anymore, you know. I stopped talking to her ever since she started to take over your, take over Bear Area Starsky and Hutch fandom. If anyone within the sound of our voice knows anything about Bay Area Starsky and Hutch fandom, please write to us because we have long fantasized about what the fuck was going on in the 80s and you know, Starsky and, and Hutch fandom. Like if I'm having a bad day at work and I can be grumpy as fuck, oh. I'll just talk about... Whoever the fuck it was that stopped talking to Leslie over Starsky and Hutch fandom, and I'll laugh, and then I won't be stressed anymore. No! Just because the world is a wondrous place. The world is filled with fucking crazy people. <laughs> Who we are, we are among them, and we love them. 
But oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. Hey, this is Kate. I'm a forensic psychologist and crisis clinician, and I collect stories. Everything from true crime to trauma to parenthood. There's a lot more in common between depression and sociopathy, or between serial killers and podcasters, than you might think. Are you sure you really want to know? This is Ignorance Was Bliss at iwbpodcast.com and iwbpodcast on social media. Should, should we pause for a moment and just explain? So what this is about. What the fuck are we talking about? So, welcome back to the year of us. And celebrating 40 years, the 40th anniversary of Pitney and I meeting and becoming besties. And our in insane I- fucking life and our yes ridiculous interests. <laughs> You know. And we, you know, we had, I mean, it was the, it was such a fun day when we just sort of sat there and, and had a calendar, had, had like the calendar made up and we were like, okay, we're going to do a show about this and we're going to do a show about this oh, and yeah. we're going to do a show about this. And it's just, it's the, it's the funniest list of just random <laughs> crap, but welcome one and all to the, um, zines, filk books and, uh, <laughs> sandpaper tongue. Uh, issue. We're gonna save sandpaper tongue for last. Yes. yes. Yeah. So like, um, so so basically, what zines? I mean, I suppose people are still making zines, but like once, once people could have shitty GeoCities accounts and make stupid, you know, stupid websites about their fanishness. And be on web rings and shit. That that's kind of what zines became. I think. Yeah, zines stopped. Yeah, because why would you? Why would you spend all the money to print them out and yeah, make all the copies if you could just make be, a website? Yeah, like fan fiction, fan songs, fan art about whatever. Yeah, and the only way to get it seen was to have a friend. Who ran a zine? Yeah, and would and, publish yeah, your shit, and then you would go to Kinko's and get twenty copies printed, yeah. and go to a con and hope that they would sell enough to make your money back. And these are like typed on typewriters. I mean, this is like physical. Oh yeah, physical layouts and physically typed arranging on things on pages. And with the thing that I the zine that I read that the the filk song from it is completely filled with literally pen and ink drawings that were photocopied oh i love and it it's horrible art i mean horrible art but nobody cared at the time because it was fan and it was fandom and it, it didn't matter right. if the art was bad i mean there was good fan out there fan oh, art yeah. out there too but that's what like the art show with the cons was for but this was just like you anybody like yourself anyone and yeah. you put on your freak flag and you fucking went and it was wonderful it was like the wild frontier in fact i have um i mean i don't have i've seen my friend corinne across the street yeah as a punk a punk zine Oh, yeah. That came out in the early 90s. Yeah. And it has artwork and a little article by Billy Joe from Green Oh, Day. right, because he lived there. He was a Bay Area guy who actually I partied with at Baycon when Yes. He before he was anybody because he was dating a friend of mine. Right, yeah. exactly. He was just her cute musician boyfriend. Yeah, and he is a suburban boy from Millbrae, California. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh my God! Well, there's nothing more angsty than a, than a white suburban boy. <laughs> I know, and people always ask me, like, "Oh my God, you know, blah blah blah." What do you name me? And it's like, I honestly remember nothing about it other than his name, and he was there. 
Right. And I think I probably thought he was hot because, of course, I did. Oh, my God. I can only imagine how hot he would be at but that But there's age. no memory. There's no memory. I mean, there's nothing. It was, yeah. That he was there and he was Branwyn's girlfriend, a boyfriend. And that, that's literally it. But people And like, then years oh later. Oh, my God. You knew him? And it's like, no, I didn't know him. You met him. Yeah. But it's cool that he used to go to Baycon. Right. <laughs> we probably know a lot of the same people. But you know, he was yeah. hanging in a slightly different group. But there was going to be a lot of overlap between us and the Billy Joe. Oh, my God. But zines. The thing about zines. <laughs> well, uh. I mean, I guess, you know, wait, when... When did you know Vivian? That was oh. at the that was at the Omni. Yes, when I worked at the Omni Hotel, so that was early nineties. So that was ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, yeah, because right after you ninety two, yeah, ninety two or ninety one. You weren't here in ninety one. Oh, it was ninety two. That you got here in ninety two. Yeah, it was ninety two. Oh God, she was fabulous. Oh. And, you know, speaking of Vivian. So she would have been part of the last, the last gasp of zines. Yes. Because the internet came right after that. But, you know, when we were talking in the last episode about um, Dee Dee walking yes. around with her wasp book. Yes. I thought of Vivian because Vivian <laughs> would come to work every morning and she would walk through the kitchen to get to the front desk because she worked the front desk for right. you know, reservations and whatnot. Right. And the layout of the hotel at that time was you had to go through the kitchen. Sure. There. Sure. Right? And what did she have clasp in her arms every morning? But her Zorro scrapbook. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my God, that's and she was just like Dee Dee. She was like, "You want to see my Zorro scrapbook?" Oh God, she's like, just the ultimate. Sure, sure. I would love to see that. Oh my God, and it was Zorro fan art, and it. I don't remember if I re- if like. I wonder I what version of Zorro she was into because that. If I remember been... exactly at that time, there was like some. Shitty Zorro TV show or something? There was some, like, shitty TV show. Yeah. Yeah, there had to have been. Because the movies with, like, Antonio Banderas came way later. Yeah, I think it was. I don't yeah. remember. I mean, we could look it up. But, yeah, she was way into it. She had the, her Zorro scrapbook. Oh, my God. And that is how I became friends with her because I was like, oh, my God, really, really? And so we started talking about fandom, right? And she right. realized that I was a fan. And that is why I ended up purchasing two issues of the zine that she quote unquote edited. I was gonna called, say she didn't put everything in it, but she it was she put the zine together. Yeah, called Merlin's Mixed Media Madness. Oh my god, yes. Which has a little bit of everything and they're fabulous and they yes. they're Absolutely treasure possessions of mine because they're completely irreplaceable. Oh my god! And I do have one of them autographed. Oh my god! I love that so much. One uh, of them is autographed, and I think wait, I think it's this one. I think it's this one. Autographed by her, yes. though. Yes. Yes. Oh, look at the kitty. Yeah, I, I, I yes. if I remember right, the Merlin of Merlin's Mixed Media Madness was a cat, right? Yeah. Wasn't there always a cat on the cover? Oh, yeah. Thanks, Pitney. Vivian. <laughs> Vivian. <laughs> oh, yeah, and this is actually reading this. Copyright 1950, or, I'm sorry, 1957. <laughs> 1987, oh, number 48 of 50. Oh, my God. I could maybe sell this for thousands and thousands of dollars online. I'm sure you could. I'm, it's highly collectible. You know, since we talked in the last episode, since since I talked a little bit about highly collectible, I must tell you that 
driving around in my car, I suddenly had this idea that if I if I were to start do, actually doing drag, I would do woman drag instead of drag king stuff. But because oh, yeah. I already pr- practically do anyway, but my drag name could be Haley Collectible. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> yes. <sighs> Or then I thought we could we could go we could start a business and we could move to Florida and we could and we could start a store called Hialeah Collectibles yes. <laughs> in Hialeah, Florida. And there's nothing more fanish than starting a business. Starting a business. <laughs> I mean, do you know what spotheads go for in this economy? Porcelain oh spotheads. All right. Anyway. Anyway, though, <laughs> I. Can 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 we talk a little bit about um what what was in Merlin's mixed media madness like our favorite things from that because oh. I I just I I can't wait any longer I must hear Oh yes oh my god let me wait wait I'm reaching I'm reaching But before you we have go the into that the sweetest chair oh my god I know But before we go into it I have to say there's numerous issues of this that I do not have. Oh, my God. And I remember... You've looked online, though, haven't you? Yeah, I remember the Star Trek convention that used to be at Westgate Mall in Austin. <gasps> yes, I remember. I remember. They used to have a booth. I remember you had... It had to be you and me. Yes, because but I remember... Vivian had a table, remember? She was there, and I... I and you looked up, and suddenly you saw her. Like, we yes, were about to start then, making fun of her, and then and then she was there. <laughs> yeah, and then we were or going I say, through... I was going to make fun of her. We were going through copies of the other zines that she had. Right. And I remember, I don't remember the content, but it was a particular heinous poem about data. Ooh. And we were reading it, and I was, like, pointing it out to you, and we were hysterical with laughter because it was so terrible. Oh, my God. But God bless her, she thought that we were hysterical with laughter because it was so funny. Oh, I'm sh- yeah, yeah, of course. Because I really genuinely liked her. Oh well, yeah, she's wonderful. But at the, the world I remember needs at that time, I was a broke bitch, and I remember I couldn't afford to buy. Oh yeah, we didn't have any money. But God damn it, I wish I had all of Merlin's mixed media madness. Yes, we, you know, but see, that's the thing. Now, now that now that we have a little more money. That would be that would be an incredible, incredible find. But the thing the thing oh. is that she she just writes the most amazing poetry. You guys, oh, you just yes. don't understand. And much like the glory of Starsky and Hutch fandom, sometimes I mean, no, you. I mean, I don't, I don't want to encourage people, like especially like when you get into fan fiction, because there is. Well, you know, kind of like what is it Rule 86 that what if you can think of it there's porn about it. I think it's oh, Rule yeah. 86, but um I mean there's dirty there's smutty fan fiction about like full house. I mean there's and I no see, matter I'm what not it even is interested in the smut. I'm no, much smut, more interested yeah. in the tacky in in the sentimentality, in the, the, the extreme sentimentality. So, but that but yeah. the, what I was getting to though is that no matter what you think of there are there are insane fans of it there are i mean there's a there's a musical that i saw when i was a kid called they're playing our song i saw don wells in the touring company of they're playing our song marianne from gilligan's island and one day i was i was trying to see because i'm always trying to remember who her co-star was because i feel like he was an actor that was a some known, but I, I could never remember who it was. And I was looking online to see if I could find out. And I found out not only that, oh my God, the year that that musical was on Broadway, it was all over the Tonys. Lucy Arnaz and Robert Klein performed the big They're Playing Our Song song from it. Horrible. Horrible. Who cast Robert Klein in a musical? I mean, anyone, just, uh, I just, just, you know, after you listen to this, go to YouTube and look up They're Playing Our Song from the Tonys. But the important thing is, when I was looking it up, I found out 
there are all over the world, in like every country in the world, there are people that they're playing our song is their favorite fucking thing. And they like have meetups, like oh, fan yeah, meetups I'm sure. I'm about sure, yeah. one of the worst, like just utterly uninteresting play about nothing. It's really, really not good. But there are people that that's their favorite thing in the world. So, so just understand when Pitney starts to read that there are people who love yeah. things that you haven't thought about in 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> because they okay. were utterly unimportant. And this is so heartfelt. Oh my gosh. When she wrote it. I mean, it's very heartfelt. It just, it brings a tear. And actually, after this, I want to read something else by her that's actually meaningful. That's going to be actually meaningful to both of us. Oh, my God. And it actually makes me a little teary, oh my to God. be honest. Are you... To be honest. Okay. Because we have to balance it, right? Okay, and then after that... Because we're talking about somebody that I actually really did genuinely really like. Yes. You know. Yes. And then after, after we have the sentimental moment, we can talk about Sandpaper Tongue. Yes. But this, okay. I'm prepared to, I'm, I have to kind of hold my breath while you read this because I will, otherwise I'll just be screaming. Uh, okay. Passing. Uh. By Vivian. Oh, man, man, man. Yes. <laughs> okay, you have to actually be able to read it. You've done dramatic reading. Okay. Oh, should we point out that you've done dramatic readings while a friend's son played the violin? Yes, I have done dramatic readings over violin of this yes, poem. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. The Lone Ranger and Tonto, that's the way we were. But I don't think Tonto ever gave Ranger all the trouble I gave you. Hey, I passed the bar, did I tell you that? That's why I haven't been around so much. There were so many times I never thought I'd make it. But you never had any doubt, did you? Hard case donkey, Arkansas, Arkansas mule. mule. All the names I called you. And all the ones I never said. Teacher, Teacher father, father, friend. <laughs> the best friend I ever had. It was one car chase too many. That's what the doctor said. But we caught the bad guy's hard case. Caught him red-handed and dirty. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Should I start this stanza all over so it like it flows? No, I think it's fine. Just go. Oh my lord! Oh, oh my god! I'm, I'm, I'm tearing I up. I know you I are. Read. Okay. I know. <laughs> okay. Caught him red-handed and dirty. Yes. Red-handed and dirty, and go. <gasps> oh my god! Okay. Okay. I didn't even know you'd gone until you didn't got out of the. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm going to read that again. I would have, I'm going to say it with you. Because I was waiting for this. I didn't even know you'd gone until you, you didn't, didn't get, get out, out of, of the, the coyote. coyote. <laughs> That's the way you always wanted to go out, wasn't it? Chasing bad guys with guns a-blazing. And somehow I can almost see you handing out parking tickets outside those pearly gates. Don't raise too much hell up there, Judge. That's right. <sighs> it's sweet. I mean... But it's also like... It's yeah. Hardcastle and McCormick. <laughs> yes. I mean... I, I mean, I remember it existing, but I don't think I ever saw it. Even my parents didn't watch Hardcastle and McCormick. As, I mean, it was no, it was no Jake and the Fat Man. <laughs> See, I'm having to take my glasses off to wipe my eyes because I was laughing so hard. I was tearing up and I know I can't see. Because... 
Oh my god. <laughs> well, and, and at the same time, a uh, little little Mister over here is having the zoomies. Yeah. I think I think his daddy might have come home. Oh my god. Yeah, but we caught him. Red handed and dirty. Red handed and dirty. We need to have Divine read this poem. <laughs> That's that would be difficult. Well, except yeah, she's dead, but you know. Oh my god. Hard so, case donkey, Arkansas mule. <laughs> oh my god. Ugh. Okay, are you are you gonna read the sentimental one now? Oh yeah, no this this one is actually really really sweet, okay, and it makes me. I'm I'm prepared. Let me get a sip of beverage. It makes me a little weepy. I'm not gonna lie because I feel like it's important to share this because we are geeks too. Absolutely. And we are not mocking fandom. No. We are part of it, but we can mock part of it. But we can mock ourselves right. too, right? But this is actually, yeah. Okay. And it actually makes me weepy. So okay. I'm get, anyway. All right. I'm, I'm bracing myself. For the doctors. Oh, okay. See, I can't even read it. Oh, my God, <laughs> dude. Dude. No, it's funny because me and Sarah were talking about... Legion of Rassilon and the Doctor Who fan club oh, and yeah. everything. And I read this to her. Anyway, okay, so. Oh, did, Ooh, did, it, okay. did, yeah. it, oh my God. did it grab her? Did she Did she like it? Oh, yeah. Okay. But it's like the story of my life, right? Oh, no. Oh, my God. It's the story of my life. <sighs> okay. I was so different before I met you. So quiet, shy, and alone. Then one day I found you. God damn it, I don't know if I can read it. Okay, well, you know what? Um, read, read it sometime later. It's fucking, ridic- it's fucking ridiculous that I can't read it. I know, it. Okay. read it sometime later and we'll just in- we'll <sighs> insert, we'll, we'll make it a special thing at the end. How about that? Yeah. You think you because I can't get through it. No, I understand. Aw. And you won't be able to either. No, no, I can already tell. I can already tell. Aw. And this was this was in the same one, so it's in eighty seven. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, you won't be able to get through it either. Oh, that's so sweet. All right, well we well all right, we need to we need to mur it up then. Yes. Um, I think we need to give them a thing, Spike. We can give them a drop that they can plan out their yes, show. Yes, I think we've uh, got to find some time and get, get time to do, do that. I think we should do it right now. I think we should do it right now. Look, I'll show you how easy it is, Spike. <laughs> Watch this. I'm just going to do it live. Okay, do it live. Like that bloke screams. I'm just going to do it live. Watch this. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical... Ske- I can't do it now. Look, I can't speak. <laughs> Too much pressure. I'll try again. I'll try again. I'll try again. Take 52. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, and you are listening... To the most bitchin' boutique. See? That was easy, wasn't it? Okay. They could send us one, we could play it in ass. Yeah, you yeah. Right, you do it. Yeah. Right, off What you do go. you want me to say? Whatever, whatever comes to mind. Hi, this is Spike from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, who ain't no bitch, but you're listening to the bitchin' boutique. Oh, that was good. I think I hope they use that. Let's see if they cut it and put it in their next show. Diplomatic community. A couple episodes ago, we talked about Mur. We've talked about Mur a lot, and I I don't even remember how it started. But we kind of like really we we were fascinated by Mur's fans because there's some yeah. I mean, we were fans, but in like a detached sane sort of way whereas other people he used to like go they they used to have like cruises for for 
Beauty and the Beast fans and stuff. Yeah. And he yeah. would go and on those yeah. and like MC things and whatever. And there were like yes. people were fucking insane about this dude. And And he really was I mean, he was his own character, but he really was Vincent from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean he was definitely in that in that kind of thing. And so the people who were really into Vincent were heavily, heavily into Burr. And yes. so we, I, I, I'm not exactly sure what came first, but we had a, we just had this idea to make a flyer about <laughs> yeah. as if we were going to make a zine <sighs> about Mer fandom for Mer fans, and yes. it was called Sandpaper Tongue. Sandpaper Tongue, because you know he was feline. Because he was a bobcat. Know. Yes, he was an anthropomorphic bobcat. But no, let me. But I was at that point. I was full on obsessed with Mer. Oh yeah, I had. Pictures of Murr in my cubicle at work in the payroll office at UT Austin. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I didn't do that. absolutely but... obsessed with him. I had pictures of him. You have your baby I, boy t-shirt. Um, I, had the, I had my Murr's, my Murr's Lair t-shirt. Yes. I was fucking obsessed. Yeah. And, and not with... You know, with Murr, the character, definitely not Murr, the man. <laughs> yeah. Know? I mean, we we talked about we talked about yeah. him some in a couple episodes ago. No, but I was upset. Not sexually, but just... No. But we were obsessed with the fact that there were so many people... The mermaids. Oh, that the, the mermaids. The mermaids were so fucking hot for him, like, to the point of just... Being driven to distraction. So we decided to kind of pose as mermaids <laughs> to create a flyer that we we made a bunch of copies of them and we put them on tables at a con. And I cannot remember yeah. which con it was. But with the idea that people would think it was real. And, and we even know we even set up a hotmail account I, for that. A hundred percent. I set up I set up yes. an email account with the name that I'm using now, Amelia LaBivar. <laughs> <laughs> was that it? I don't yes, even remember. That. Oh my god, how fabulous. Amelia L. Um Amelia LaBivar. And of course LaBivar La LaBivar was a play on the the lobby bar which was l-o-b-b-i-b-a-r at the hyatt regency dfw back in the day (laughs) yeah it was the lobby bar and so you know we'd be in the elevators at that hotel with you know posters or whatever signs in the elevators advertising oh come down to the come down to the lobby bar and we would just be like lobby bar (laughs) it's the lobby bar so anyway amelia lobby bar was running Sandpaper Tongue, and she was going to... And the thing was that we... I wanted to be prepared to... If I got submissions, my intention was to put out one issue. Oh, yeah. If and we I got totally submissions. Thought, I totally thought we were going to get something. naughty fiction. I totally Fucking thought we something. were. something. I would have accepted anything that anyone sent, and we got nothing. But in the meantime, nothing. in the meantime, if I was going to have one, it would make sense that Amelia Lobby Bar would have her own things in there. Because I would be taking submissions to put in with mine. Yeah. And I started writing poems, and I had... <laughs> I well the the flyer had some of my art which was a composite of it was the Matisse painting that has like naked women dancing in a circle. It could have been called the Muses, oh, it could okay, have been called yeah. whatever, I don't know. But I I put I basically took those women and I basically, I found a picture of Murr just standing somewhere. 
and I put him in the middle so that the naked women were dancing <laughs> yeah, around yeah. him in a circle. And I made yeah. a whole logo for san- for the words sandpaper tongue. I did a whole <laughs> thing to make it and look And I thought that was real. a brilliant name, sandpaper tongue. It's it was brilliant. so good. And it's really, really upsetting that I got nothing because even like Not up to one a year, fucking person. Up to a year, I I kept checking that account because I thought even if someone picked that up and they didn't have something at the time, if that inspired them to write something or or create something, <laughs> I mean, it might. I'll give them time to do that, but not one goddamn thing. No, and I do remember the, the I, God, what con was it? I don't remember. It had to be Project Acon, maybe. One of the Acons, maybe. No. Could have been Galaxy Con. I don't think Galaxy, I don't, I don't think Galaxy was at that hotel. God, I don't. Although, it you know, been. it's possible that we, it's, it's possible that we didn't leave the flyers Uncommon at, Con? No, because that was the con that the worst person in the world was. That was okay, that was yeah. the, you, you did a good job ignoring me in Dallas. Yeah, that was but that. Anyway, one. I don't remember. But I do remember Murr was there. Whatever con it was, he was there, and that and was part I, of it. You know, he saw. You know, he saw those flyers. I mean, I don't. You know, and I want to know what he thought because you know he saw them. He had to have, but he like he certainly didn't contact Miss Lobby Bar. Oh no! And I don't think anyone. Re- I mean, no one. I don't think anyone's ever figured out Lobby. <laughs> that Lobby and Bar did they was think Lobby it Bar. was a mockery? I don't know because. I we didn't make it look like it was. No, because at the time we were serious. We really wanted submissions. I mean, yeah, we wanted it to happen. We we wanted it to happen so that we could laugh our asses off. But yes. we didn't put it out there as a joke. We put it out there as I want to make one issue of Sandpaper Tongue. You know, and if it, <laughs> if, it, if it had gone over well, we could have hired Dee Dee to be our artist. I mean... Because, you know, she was very experienced in the anthropomorphic porn, you know. Well, at least as far as it went to Blackie Lawless with the wolf's head. Yeah, but it could have been like half Jamie, half, you know, half cougar. Bobcat. He's a Bobcat. Oh, he's a Bobcat. Oh, please. Like, like I don't know any furry artists. Please. Oh, that's true. Furry artists. I mean, you can't swing a cat at a con without hitting a furry artist. You know, and I could just <laughs> see, you know, the, in the, the first story, you know, because remember the last line of that story, the Star Trek story we were talking about at the beginning. What a lay that Vulcan was. Oh my God! What a la- maybe? What a lay that bobcat was. You know, it's like give me that bobcat cock. <laughs> Yiffy. But God damn it, yeah. I wish I could. I wish I could remember. I mean, I, I the, you know, old old hard drives somewhere around this house contain the beginnings. Yes. It has sandpaper tongue. It has, you know, all the, all my yeah, and I stuff from fandoms time, of yore. Yeah. yeah. At the time, I was actually very surprised that we didn't get any submissions. 100%. I thought we'd get at least I one really thing. I really thought we would. And maybe people were like, it could have been too. It could have been sort of like that. Who the hell is Leslie Fish taking over Starsky and Hutch fan? Oh, that's true. The mermaids could have been like, we it don't know her. Who the fuck are these people taking over Merfan? That's true. It could have been the, that. The mermaids could have like put a hit out on me. I definitely think that could have been it. Because at the time... Oh my god, wouldn't it be amazing if I got a cease and desist? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but at the time, he was the height of his prowess. That's true. I mean, such as it was, but it was all over Central Texas, you know. And those mermaids are fucking serious, man. You don't, 
you know, fuck with them. Oh yeah, we talked about that or in the last episode. Mm-hmm. That bitch that bitch that I have the painting from that which it dressed as a cat to the radio station. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. But god damn it. I fantasize about that daily. So good. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Oh, to end yes. the episode, do we want to sing a little Leela? Yeah. I mean, not that we need to get the words out, but. Oh, I, yeah, I totally know. I, I mean, it, you can follow me if you have to. Oh, I totally know. All right. I sang that song millions. I, you know, in all these years, you corrected me. Yeah. All these years, I thought you wrote it. Nope. Nope. But you did because write Cybees. They're I, all silver and shiny. I wrote yes. Cybees, they're silver and shiny. And I wrote yes. uh, that Romana song. Uh, it's Quiet in the Vortex. No, I didn't write It's Quiet in the Vortex. I wrote the, I wrote, because that's the John Denver one. I wrote the Barry Manilow Romana song. Oh, yes. Remember, Romana, Romana when you left at the gateway to East Face. East Face. East Face. Helping yes. the Thorals, Romana. <laughs> yes. The memory of you, you I may erase. Yes, God. I do remember. I can't remember all the words. It's been a very long time. On that note, <laughs> shall we do Leela? Oh, Lord. Okay. Do we, do we need music? Maybe we need music. I think we need music. All right, hold on. Okay. Who's creeping out from behind the bushes? Crossbow and Jane is thorns in her hand. Ready to pursue anything alien. Everyone knows it's Leela. Who forced her way into the TARDIS? Despite the doctor's firm reprimand. Ready to go anywhere he was heading. Everyone knows it's Leela. And Leela is somewhat wild. Quite dangerous when she's wild. Cause Leela's a warrior child of the Seva team. The Seva team, the Seva team. Musical interlude. And Leela is somewhat wild, quite dangerous when she's riled. Cause Leela's a warrior child of the Seventeen. The Seventeen, the Seventeen, the Seventeen. Who went along with the doctor faithfully, though he acted in ways she did not understand until she fell in love on Gallifrey. Everyone knows Leela. Crossbow and Jane with thorns in their hand. Ready to pursue anything alien. Everyone knows it's Leela. La 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 Everyone knows it's Leela. It's quiet in the vortex. But even on this I If you can read that poem and send it to me, I will make it the Easter egg. How's that? And I will. And I I'll put it. Should I put it to music? Which I mean, I we're music? already going to have a damn copyright violation because of the Leela music. Oh, Lord. So, you know, fuck it. Thanks for listening. 
If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate and review us wherever you listen. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone, Everyone loves stickers! Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. You know, oh, we didn't sing if you knew Sutek like I like knew I knew Sutek. Oh, 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 what, oh a what a fiend. Now, the problem is that that song isn't in this book. I kind of thought it was, but it isn't. That is the stupidest fucking thing, like, ever. Ever. Copyright violation? No, 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 the Sutek song. <laughs> you know, the other the other day, I don't even know why, but, and I know it's in here somewhere. Where is it? I was, I was doing something in my car, and I just kind of, I don't, I don't know what started it, but I started going, wreck the crawls and ruin the fruit and follow the Oh la, my la, God. La, la, la. I had not thought about that in decades, not years, decades. Oh my, my god. god. Oh, it is in here. Waste the worm and void the vardens. Fa la 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 la. It's stupid. Ugh. It's really stupid. <gasps> hey, look at villains. I've got a knife. <laughs> and if you move, I'm sure to take your life. Oh my god. Oh my god. So don't dare provoke me, don't be a fool. I'm a warrior of the Seva team, a battleground, my school, and I can use any weapons. I've got the skill. See, that's, See, that, I, that's actually I kind I of fucking, fabulous. I, a well-written filk that's to a song that's that people fabulous. actually know, yeah. is, it's just, it's so joyous. It's so fucking fabulous. The ones that are lame... I mean, if you Our, knew Sutek yeah. like I know Sutek, goddamn. That me. is just lame. That's yeah. just so, it's so dumb. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's funny because it's Sutek, but it's, it's so dumb. Sutek was Pyramids of Mars, right? Yeah, yeah. God damn it. Oh well, my take God. that, classic Doctor Who fans. All right. Ooh. Um. Okay. Ooh. What a fiend. I mean, there's some in here that are like. Just, I do remember this one from like the Bayfilk book. <gasps> my eyes have seen the glory. No, wait, wait. My mind has seen the garbage that's adrift in endless in space. space. It's Tis my duty, duty to, to collect, collect the, the refuge of, of the human, human race. The baggies, the baggies of, of the galaxy, galaxy. will grab, grab and leave, leave no trace. My, is it my squad? My squad goes cleansing on something in glory, glory to, to space, space sanitation. sanitation. <laughs> <laughs> glory. Why do I know? I think you know, I think it's because you gave me a tape. I think, I think it's so. because you gave me a tape of Bayfilk shit. That God damn it! Crazy that I remember that. Oh my god! It's like all the spider, oh spider, why don't you tell us where? Callahan's is, is hidden, and we'll, we'll do, do our, our drinking, drinking there. there. Like, I don't there even know what that... There is a bar called Callahan's. It's, it's really quite a place. place. <laughs> the aliens go drinking there with every <laughs> world and race. And when the pun starts crying... Wait, wait. And when the pun starts flying, and something... When the pun starts flying... steel jawed robots can keep quite their faces straight. Yeah, all the puns were fantastic. Yeah, but see, because I remember that from literally 40 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. This shit is 40 years old. This shit is 40 years old. I have pieces of paper, flyers I picked up in August of 1984, and I kept them. Tucked inside a thing with all with everything I picked up at at TimeCon. Yeah, and it makes me God happy that I still remember songs from a long forgotten book series that made people laugh forty years ago. Oh, that's yeah. kind of fabulous. 
And I know I'm not the only one. Other people remember that shit, too, but there's not very many of us. Sure. You know. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Spider, oh, spider, Why won't you, you tell, tell us where... where? Callahan's is driven. Callahan's is hidden, and we'll we'll do our our drinking drinking there. there. (laughs) Okay, nobody needs to hear me sing anymore. Anyway, (laughs) I remember. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Maybe they're not gonna. But they're not gonna. (laughs) Maybe we'll have a. Maybe maybe we'll do if people. Okay, if people if people ask for it. And by people, I mean three people. If three people ask for it, we will do a live show and we will just sing all these, every song we can remember. And we should do a 20-minute version of Band from Argo with all the alt. I don't know the alt. I only know the main. We could print them. I don't know them either. You'd have to find them. them. I'll yeah. sing I'll sing it if you, you know, three people. If you're one person and you would and you would contact us either via uh, um, social media or our email. Um, and then uh, if you if you think you might just be alone, get your friends. Make your friends <laughs> listen and then have them contact us. Don't it would don't be fun. you know. It's not, you know, you and your two balls. That doesn't count. It has to be, be three people. Frightening, but fun, yes. It will be amazing. And I will record that poem. Thank you. When I'm able to. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be you'll, you'll get You'll get it together, however no, you got to do it. No, it is emotional, though. And I think... I, it's going to... Yeah, it's going to No joking. Me. Yeah, you're going to tear up. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's gonna, like, it's, it's us. Gonna hurt me. It's us. Oh my god, it's us. It's us. Anyway, all right. Well, that's good because it's the year of us, so it's us. Yes. For the Doctors by Vivian. I was so different before I met you. So quiet, shy, and alone. Then one day I found you. Now I feel I have a home. Each of them has taught me things and pulled me from my shell. Now my mind roams freely, a new beginning. I've never felt so well. From the first one I learned to trust myself and do what I know is right. And that respect has got to be earned. You can't get it overnight. The second taught me a fear, that there's nothing wrong with being scared, and that sometimes it's alright to shed a tear, when great sorrow has been shared. The third doctor taught me love and dignity, as he fought the master and worked with Liz and Joe. He finally earned his freedom, didn't he, when the Time Lords let the TARDIS go. Oh, the fourth one was a merry elf. He always had a smile and a cheerful call. He showed me how to have fun and to be myself, not to copy someone else. It was so sad to see him fall. The blonde one taught me serenity and silence, vulnerability, and that muscles aren't always stronger, that it's possible to win without violence. I really miss his gentle smile. I wish he'd stayed a little longer. Number six, I don't know you, not yet at any rate. What am I to learn from you? Well, I can hardly wait. When I think of all these new friends so dear, and all the adventures in which I've seen them, I can only agree with the Brigadier, the Doctor, fine chap, all of them.